What up, what up, you guys? It is time to motivate. We are back with an all new, real, raw, juicy, spilling tea, action packed episode of Booty Bear Talks, the podcast. I am your amazing, dazzling Booty Bear host, Ray Sell Hemingway, speaking from all the way from New York City, Brooklyn, New York. Ow, ow, shout out to BK. And oh my gosh, you guys, we, I am back. Ah, it feels so good to really breathe again. And really, I miss you guys so much. I know I've been kind of been MIA, like I've been mentioning, and I will get into that. Before we get into anything else, I want to start sending my shout outs to all my booty bears that are outside the U.S., like from France, Ireland, Germany, Singapore, Poland, U.K., Canada, Mexico, Russia, Slovakia, and my new audiences from from India. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for always tuning in. You don't know how greatly I appreciate you guys really listening with the bottom of my heart, even though we don't speak the same language, we speak and y'all speak different languages. We always have this interconnectedness that, hey, I'm trying to touch your hearts one day at a time. So thank you so much. And to all my peoples in the United States, hey, from California, my peoples in the West Coast that listen to me, Cali, Seattle, Washington, Nevada, Texas. Oh, my God. Um, Oregon, Chicago, Texas. Louisiana, I know I mentioned Texas twice, Florida, North Carolina, Virginia, Atlanta, Georgia, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, flipping Jersey, Vermont, hell, even peoples from upstate like Connecticut, Massachusetts. I love every single one of you and I cannot forget my home tri-state area of New York City, BK in the house, Queens in the house, Bronx, Long Island, Manhattan. Thank you guys so much for flipping listening to me during these past few months because I am so honored and blessed to, to be the voice that you guys that really listen to because you know me, I'm a human being. I'm just a Brooklyn, New Yorker that's giving you nothing but realness, honesty, and tea. And I feel like we are building this relationship we are having with each other. Now, without further ado, I want to tell you guys, congratulations, all my peoples in the USA, to all my peoples that voted. Thank you so much. The people have spoken and your voices have been heard. Thank you so much for using your flipping powerful fucking voices i'm proud of every single one of you we now have our wonderful president our president-elect joe biden and madame vice president-elect miss kamala harris she is the first black and asian american woman to be in the office in the white house oh my gosh we're fucking breaking barriers this gonna prove that all the little girls that there are there are many opportunities and I even got mad emotional because I could not believe we finally used our voices 
And even I went out there and voted. I was like, wow, we really, this is a really great start. But I know we still got some work to, we can't celebrate too soon yet. Because we still got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of issues to tackle. So I hope I cannot wait till January of 2021 so they can start making moves and making action and making the impossible possible. I'm fucking proud of y'all. I'm proud of you. Thank you for using your voices. Because without them, hey, the democracy, democracy was in the balance. So the whole world was watching us. So I'm so happy we made it. We took a stand together. Give it up to you. So give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a round of applause. Ow, ow, ow. And a chocolate chip and a rudder bum bum. <laughs> Woo! All right, y'all. Y'all know I'm a damn fool. This is because I miss y'all so much. So today's we also got also we have a food segment. Yes, it's gonna be. We're gonna. I'm gonna teach you guys how to make the famous cheesecake New York style cheesecake cookies. I am fucking literally obsessed with the recipe. Oh my God. Yo. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to get you guys the ingredients first so that you guys can start getting ready to prep it up. All right. For your greens, I want you to start gathering up one and one fourth cup of finely crushed graham crackers. I want you to get yourself a cup of flour, which is all purpose. Grab one and a half teaspoons of baking powder. One stick of unsalted butter, half a cup of packed brown sugar, one egg that's separated, three ounces of cream cheese that's softened, one fourth cup of granulated sugar, which is regular sugar, yum yum, two teaspoons of lemon zest, and a half teaspoon of vanilla extract. I want you to start gathering these episodes because after me and Alina's com- com- Buddha Bear combo, we're gonna get jump right straight into the cheesecake cookie style recipe okay now in today's episode we're going to be talking about being yourself hmm nothing beats the power of the original now you wonder why i brought this up mainly because i know most of you guys out there have been bullied judged or being criticized for being your own unique positive self you're being you're you're you've been blessed to be different to stand out outside the norm but you're getting criticized and chastised behind everything which we all never damn don't understand even like myself because people don't know how to take being different like being your own unique source is your inner power the reason why I say that is because a lot of people get jealous of your own inner power. They don't like this. They don't like how you're always outshining in, in the group or whatever you may be doing, or you're doing way better at work or this, that, and the third. But they'll be the first of the people to th- spew hate on you, spread negativity, and they wonder why they're in, they're in the rut that they're in. And they trying to dim the dim your light because they don't see the light that they have within themselves, which we got to turn that shit around. We definitely have to. And also why also what made me bring it up is because before we even get into this, 
I want to send an amazing shout out to my amazing Buddha Bear co-host, Ashley and Elena. If you guys are not following these queens, follow them. You can follow Ashley at Oolala Press Now. It's coming up soon at BrewTube Television. She got two pages. And with Elena, she has imperfectly perfect underscore glamour. Now, you wonder why in your head, why I'm always shouting these people out? Because they're also part of the Buddha Bear family. Not just that, because I'm here to always uplift. We want all of us to be uplifted. I always uplift my black queens and my kings. Because... We we've been through too doggone much, and the amazing progress that we've all been they've been making, including myself, we all been making together. It's been nothing but fucking amazing. It's been beautiful, and I'm I, I'm so grateful and so blessed and honored to be a part of this team. I feel like I am not worthy, but I am so blessed to be a part of this group alongside with them because. We don't oppress one another. Friends do not oppress friends. If you read between the lines of what I'm saying, we don't oppress each other. In this podcast, in this show, we I have the, the amazing best co-hosts in the entire world. And they have grown tremendously these past few months. Like we were, we're all still technically in a pandemic, but they rose above to say, Hey, I'm, I'm taking a chance to break through. I'm taking a chance to create my, they're creating their own paths. We're all here to uplift each other. If we're not here to uplift each other, why are we here then? Like I always say, friends don't oppress friends because if you have a friend that's oppressing you, Tell them you can't do this or say this and do that, but they're the ones doing what they want to do. Then you gotta you gotta look at that stop sign and say, hey, that's not a friend. Let's keep that at a thousand. That's how I lost a lot of friends because they're so quick to oppress me, but they're failing to realize they're oppressing their their blessings and benefits behind their stuff. When they when they do that, they don't understand that they're hurting themselves. You're not hurting that person. Or me, you're hurting yourself. Especially if you're getting what you're trying to get, where you need to go. You don't have the time or the audacity to be blocking your own shit. That's how one of the reasons why I lay low the way I do because I pay attention to people. Just because I'm all nice, la 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 di da and stuff, that doesn't mean I'm not paying attention to what's going on. That's just telling you I haven't begun to make the first move. Because, honey, if I made the first move, oh, honey, I would have lost. I would have lost a lot of friends by now. I would have cut a lot of motherfuckers off. And I don't want to spill too much tea, but me and my therapist was having a nice gentleman talk about oppression. I never, she was like, I said this, me and her was talking. We was like, yo, I never understand why us black people oppress one another. We even got oppressed by get by racist assholes out here, and we're out here oppressing one another. How does how in the fuck does that compute? I I never understood that. But that's yo, that's another episode I gotta talk about oppression. Cause I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it where it hits home. Cause I don't get that way how you oppressing another person, you're dimming that person like, but you and your own trying to, to get ahead. It doesn't work like that. I never understood it. But by me being myself, 
I chose to we chose to rise above. I chose to rise above the bullshit because I don't got time. I, I I gotta make moves just like the rest of everybody else do. Shit, because that's how you block your shit. Now, before we get into the to me and Elena's conversation, I want to share also a little bit why one of the reasons I said chose to be in yourself. The reason why I also did is because I also want to let things a little off my chest, also because I'll tell you this a long story short. It all kind of started with I'm going to discuss in the episode where how I've been with dance group all this time. Shout out to my dance group family from the SGI. Um, they these people are the most incredible, talented ass, dope ass individuals you have ever met in your life. And I've learned so much and trained under them so much. To, to be myself, be my own unique individual and not dim my light for, towards anybody. Because when I was in the group, you all kind of know I never, I don't, I'm not that type of person that looks for attention. That's not me. I'm always wanted to, when I'm on the stage, I feel like I'm free. Like I'm free to be myself. No one being judged. Without said or do that, um, I even had a lot of people that have grown to watch me over the years. When I got into back into Brooklyn, I got into this new district. I'm not gonna say anything because I respect I respect everybody's privacy because I'm very big on privacy. Um, I got transferred from Harlem to go to come back in Brooklyn. And this time it's way closer to home. It's like I could walk to I could walk to other people's houses and back to my own at the same time. It's like all equal distance, walking distance. And I remember, um, it's like, you will never know who you impress. You will never know who's watching you. So technically being most of the people in the the district that I'm in now, um, they've seen me, they've known of me because of through dance group. And a lot of people don't know I'm very reserved. A lot of people don't know I'm very, the most reserved person. I'm very sweet. Very kind of careful, but I don't open up that easily because I have a lot of trust issues and I don't need people making judgments about me. But long story short, um, I didn't know I was that properly talked about, especially back in Brooklyn, because I'm guessing from other people, um, I must have stood out in front of everybody because all I wanted to do is just encourage the members make other people smile and just uplift them, make sure they break through in their day, whatever the hell they're going through. I wanted them to win. That's been always been my prayer every single time. Every time I step on that stage, I want to do my best for them because that's my way of showing my depth of gratitude. But on top of that, why I have been laying low, like I'm so reserved. It's like, I will never forget one day. I was asked, I think my district won the Soka Victory Award around last year, around the April or March, one of those months, but it was last year. And come to find out, we won. Mind you, that Sunday, they wanted, um, that Sunday, they wanted me to pick up the award. And I was like, in the top of my head, I'm like, okay, alrighty, what the hell is going on? I was I didn't think of it, but I was like, okay, let me just go pick it up. Cause I didn't think nothing of it or anything. I said, okay, let me just pick it up because 
I think it was that Sunday, I had a dance performance. Bitch, you know me. I've been up since 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning to get up to go to the culture center to fucking damn rehearse the same dance moves that we've been doing and make sure I'm functional and make sure it's clean, precise, and united. All right, we had to perform for the 10 a.m. meeting for Coastal Rufugano, which means world, world peace prayer meeting. I, we've been doing this every first every first Sunday of the month. I've been doing this for over 10 fucking years. <laughs> I've been doing this for so long, but it was all worth it. It was all training and it was all worth the fun. So long story short, I do my dance. And I got asked, hey, can you come pick up the war for 3 p.m.? Part of me in my head was like, nah, 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 dang it. I'm tired as hell. Y'all want me to step here and be, what, what, want to pick up war? Okay. Not a problem. I'm thinking they're going to be alongside with me. Okay, cool. When it hit to 3 o'clock, yo, you talking about that culture center was so goddamn packed. <laughs> I would never think it was that possible. Everybody, their mom and their daddy was in that dog on flipping meeting. You have no idea. I was not ready. I was like, what the hell? Why did would they ask me to do this? And then when they call out my dish, call out my district, I go up on this stage. I'm like. What in the holy god dang fuck the hell's going on? I'm like, okie dokie. I'm in front of all these people. People that did not like me. People that are that supported me all the time. There's people that have been treating me weird that's in that's in the audience. And I'm like in my head, why do I feel like this was a setup? <laughs> this was a big ass setup. What the hell? And long story, I took the award. It was only me, my friend Yulia, and Mr. King. I will never forget it. I felt like, oh my God, I was being revealed. And I didn't want nobody. With, when I'm telling you, I'm a very private person. I don't want nobody to know where I chant at. I don't want nobody to know where I'm at. Because I, I have seen too many jealous people do shady shit to one another and I, I'm very transparent about it. I'm very private. I don't want nobody to know. If I'm in your district, I like peace and quiet. I don't want no one to know where I'm at. I tell you, the minute I called Sanjay and they saw my face, I'm like, great, now the whole damn whole region know where I'm at. I said, God, Jesus Christ. I like, they can't, they can't. I was like, remind you, all the districts I've been in, they never done that. This is the first district I've been. They want to, hey, we got him in our district. I don't want to be shown around. Like, that is the most uncomfortable feeling on earth. I know they want to do it because of the youth, but at the same time, be very, be be aware. Like, I don't want, I don't want that type of attention. Because everybody's like, oh, Ray, please, oh, enjoy the spotlight. No, because you got jealous ass people that are quick to dim your light and I don't want to be around that type of energy so that's how I've always been laying low very quiet and been very observant because I never I don't like all that attention that's what causes disunity within the group mind you I'm with dance group and I don't want no disunity within the group or with any or me bring it upon manifesting any weird type of energy vibes or anything 
because I've seen it happen many, many times with groups and I don't want to be a part of that. But that was a little something, something why I've always been like, not to like always being reserved and I'm always being quiet because people are very vindictive and I don't want that. I don't want to manifest that vibe. So that's why I've always been quiet and don't ever share what I have thought, how I thought and say, because people not going to listen to me either way. That's how I felt. But it calls to like being yourself. Like, cause when I'm on the stage, I'm the most happiest person on earth. Nothing can stop me. And when I'm off the stage, I'm, I'm to myself, I'm reserved. I don't bother you. So that's how I've always been like this, how I am now. Now I'm laying so low. I've been working on me. I, I love it when I'm at peace. I love it when I'm taking action on my goals and helping others manifest, do the same thing. So in this episode, you're going to really hear us talking about being yourself is your absolute key essential, your own unique flavor sauce that no one can, that God created you, that no one else can steal from your ass. So you'll hear how me and Elena will discuss, we'll give out debrief details, examples about being yourself and being obsessed, which you have to learn. Like I even used up a, we we used up a little example, like one of the members of the Pussycat Dolls. So you'll hear me say this in the conversation, but I always want to start having, I want to start bringing some celebrity guests up on this podcast, which would be very amazing and very dope. And I'm manifesting, I'm putting it out there in the universe. And if you guys like also like when that all said and done, I'm putting out there in the universe so we can bring some celebrity guests to join the Buddha Bear Talks conversations so we can have one-on-one discussions that'd be kind of dope and i'm gonna also be starting showing playing some new music wanting to make the show very very unique now we're gonna take a nice little break and when we get back we are going to jump into the episode of being yourself Take it. We take a little break. We will be right back right after these messages. Tender. What up, you guys? This is Ray here, and I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast up to date. To make it break it down for you, it's free. It has a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listening ship. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is time to motivate. And we are back from our little bitty break. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that little nice little break for a little bit. Hope you got that little stretch in. Where we left up before the break, we was I gave a little mini experience on how I felt like I like I'm always being the reserved one and always not like embracing the spotlight, which come to find out it is okay to embrace it. But to me, in my own way, I was just like, hey, I just wanted to be careful. Because, you know, people are fucking crazy. They will kill you for no goddamn reason. And I don't want none of that shit to be happening towards me. But now, moving forward, that I shall say, we're going to get into the episode of me and Elena's conversations in Buddha Bear Talks of Podcast. This is like my favorite segment out of the whole podcast series. We're going to be talking about more like being yourself, more in depth, and how we people always pretend to be someone that they're not living a fairy tale facade and a fake bullshit that go along with it and we're gonna give like little examples here and that you'll hear in the um in the conversation segment also i have an online business as well i almost forgot i'm over here promoting everybody's business but i forgot about promoting my own i finally have an online store which i make cookies for now it's called buddha bear bakery online store so you're gonna go to buddha buddha.bear.bakery.squares.site to log into more info or just go onto my Instagram page on Ray Evolution 85 um, and there's a link right in the description box up above. Just click on that link and it'll guide you to the store. This is for all my New York customers. I am also working on ex- delivering cookies, expanded mailing them out into outer states out to other states so i'm just been business has been kind of a little slow i'm trying to grow it first so i can build up the funds because money is tight right now but i'm not letting it stop me for best support and my amazing customers and i'm also in the process of making vegan cookies yes my vegan lovers i'm making a cookie for you because i love you too because I know we're all trying to get slim and yummy and all sexy and fierce in our own way. But no matter what, you're still sexy and awesome to, to me. So, you know me. I always spread the love and teddy bears and snugs and all. Now, let's get into this wonderful episode with me and Elena on being yourself. Nothing beats the power of the original conversation. Check it out. Hello? Hi, how are you, boo? What's going on? What is going on? Oh, girl, nothing much. I finally got my food. I'm a happy, happy teddy bear filled with salad, crispy chicken, and cranberries in my stomach. Sounds delicious, my dear. Oy. Girl, I was just, you know how I was watching on your own Instagram? I said, look at my baby. My you, baby. Baby, you know I'm always into something. And um, basically what um, Ray is talking about right now, guys, I um, newly uh, ventured into my uh, gym life again. Um, and I say again because it was like something on and off. It's a mindset thing. You understand what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. also um, something that came into play, like as I um, was venturing into that, I just thought like, man, when I'm doing health beauty and fitness i am my best self and it just made me think about this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> being yourself yes that's a whole key of being self. It, it coincides with that one coincides with it boo. yeah man like it's like you know what is being yourself like 
being unapologetically you, that's number one. Like, you can't care about what anybody thinks about you. You are you. And God made you the way that you are. There's no real explanation needed for who you are. Now, there may be qualities that people may not like about you. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, that's your own personal falls into falls into the criteria of judgment. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, the, 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 the things that some people may not like about you may be the essence of what people love about you. You just got to be you. Oh, undeniably you yeah. have to yeah you have to like you explained you said it all you hit it nail on the board boo boo you there's no point it's like how Ashley was saying it nothing beats better than the original being yourself yeah once yeah. once she clicked that in my head I'm like okay yo she got a point it is good to be myself because there were moments where I'm gonna lie in front sis that even at work or either when I'm performing, I will get told at times, oh my gosh, you're being too bubbly. Or mind you, that's my demeanor. When I'm comfortable around you, I'm that bubbly, positive teddy bear in the whole group. Right. That's how I've always been. I've always been like that. There are moments where I have my not so good moments where Ray Self run his goddamn mouth too goddamn much. But you know me, I'm older now, so keeping it a butt like all I know is how to be myself I got told at work many times oh my gosh stop stop doing this Ray stop um stop meowing all the time stop doing this the reason why I meow a lot because people know I had a cat and most of y'all some some of y'all do not know I love her name was Nala oh really you had a cat named Nala yeah, boo. Dude, I'll tell you a story after your story. <laughs> this is going to be the funniest thing. Continue. Yo, when I had this, yo, my um, adopted sister gave me her cat. Mm. Her cat, this cat was sold a bomb. Like, she understood. Like, we would have, like, one-on-one conversations. Like, I'd be like, what's up? She'd be like, meow. I'm like, you doing good? She said, meow. I said, okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I'm like, you want some food? She's like, meow, meow. I said okay she'll jump on me to get get her attention so I could feed her and when it's time to pet her she'll just jump right on my lap like it was nothing I was like that's the bond that we had and this is probably before Jen came along Jen is my dog as you know I'm a pit bull that's a hard headed fluff ball but that's that's my snuggle bear bundle dog like she's the sweetest most bubbliest character Elena saw a video of her <laughs> when we was face chatting. Yeah, man. Jen so, is sweet. Yo, Jen is the bomb and she's very loyal. But it's like I have pets because those were my closest, my confidants. And right. I would just like, whenever I felt down and they sensed it, they would come and cuddle next to me and I would just chill. And But long story short, it's like they didn't judge as, as much as on their demeanor. They don't judge me for who I am. I don't judge them. They're animals, of course, mm-hmm. but they accept me for who I was. And it told me that being myself was amazing. So that's where I hint where even at work or in an organization that I'm dealing with or wherever you go, be your sweet, unique self. Nothing's better than being your own sauce. 
You got That's you right. you got that flavorful sauce. If you I don't care if you sweet and sour, honey mustard, Hannah Hannah Romero mango hot sweet and juicy, whatever the hell you may call it, you're that own secret sauce that God created you for your credit created for you in His own image, and no one can take that away from you. So that's just going on out there saying it like that. Now, what you going to tell your story about that? But well, no, it was about the Nyla. But not a kitty. It's ever so slightly off topic, but basically, um, I remember because I had a cat named Nyla too, and I was like, when I heard the cat's name, I'm like, oh snap! So let me just <laughs> tell it really quick and then jump back into being ourselves. Yeah. So Nyla, um, I received a kitten, right? And sometimes it's tough to tell the kittens apart. Mm-hmm. And I saw my kid and I loved it. I'm like, oh my god, the name is Nyla. I just love Nyla's name from Lion King. So that's where that came from. And basically in that, um, later on, uh, the funny part was, you know, one day, you know, we playing around with Nyla, you know, shaking her up or whatever. And as Nyla was growing into her body, we noticed some things and something happened and we knew that she was a boy. And I'm like, wow. Aww. We had this cat named Nyla for months, and and the cat is a boy. So um, we, I end up naming him Milo, and I That's know Milo's doing wonderful. God be the glory. Um, but you know that was my story about Nyla. I just I, I thought it was so funny because once you mentioned the name, I just was like, yo, you see, mm-hmm. see, hey, you never know till hey, you never know. And it's interesting you had a cat. Cat was Nala, but it turned out to be a boy. Hey, man, said, oh, you had a the boy The funniest cat. thing. It almost, it was like a whole uh, character change. I'm like, wait a minute, because I'm in my head. I'm like, oh, I got me a little baby girl cat. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I had a boy. That okay. boy said, boing, boing. <laughs> exactly. We're going to keep it right there. <laughs> but um, I definitely wanted to piggyback off of... um what you were saying as far as like, you know, being at work and like people telling you, oh, you shouldn't meow so much and you shouldn't. And you gave us this wonderful like background story as to where that came from. Mm -hmm. And I want to offer this to our crowd. I want to offer this to our audience. Like why think about is versus asking them why they are the way they are now. Don't get me wrong. It may come off as offensive if you don't act correctly because there's ways of asking. Mm-hmm. You know why? You know, why is it a person the way they are? You know, um, and maybe you'll get the response that we just received from you. You know, mm-hmm. even though I didn't ask. But the point is, because people asked, it prompted you to tell the story of why you do it. And... From there, I'm like, click, ooh la la, look at that. Look how much more we have in common, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm getting down to the, the the common denominator. I'm getting down to that smaller level. You understand what I'm saying? Versus judging it from this broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Judging this beautiful being, and we don't even know the essence of you. We don't know the 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 small details. What makes you do that what makes you tick what makes you go and these are conversations that people i feel in these days and i don't want to blame social media i want to blame the fact that people choose to be mentally lazy 
Oh, you understand what I'm saying? People don't want to know you. Tell they it. Wanna, they want to assume you. And then from there, what are you doing? Depositing terrible karma. Like, come on. Everything is a cause and effect. Cause and effect, beautiful people. You got to wake up and think about that. Stop uh-huh. assuming something about somebody. Get to know it. Know the facts. Know who they are. If you and, don't and, know who they are, mm-hmm. know the facts. You asked out. You look like a fool. Yes. And not just that. Like, you, you're sitting there being all weird about why someone's the way they are. You understand what I'm saying? Just like that whole thing came up with Nyla and the names and this, that, and the third, and the meow and the la, right? Mm-hmm. I once I figured once we figured you out, it was so much easier to say, "Hey, look how much we got in common." I love animals. I love the like. You never know what you would have in common with somebody. That's true. And, and and that thing that you don't like, how about maybe it is something you do like? You understand what I'm saying? Like nobody should be able to disturb your space that bad. Or your positive vibe, or your or your energy. Or distort at it. All. <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. No, I want to hear what you. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, like, yeah, like, that's some truth. I, like, I would say, like, if I even get deeper into it, I said, like, I was mentioned, like, I did mention this in the last episode, but like, I got verbally abused and got hit and punched a lot, got beat up a lot because of being, because of me being me. Because back at them time, well, being gay like being gay in the lgbt community is almost like you're beat like you're the abnormal weirdo alien alien from star trek and i love star trek don't get don't get it twisted i love me some star trek mm. i love me some captain picard next generation to now the new star trek discovery i am a nerd if you ain't noticed that i'm a nerd you guys you missed it i am a nerd <laughs> is this that a trekkie or whatever yeah I'm a okay, Trekkie, a full-blown Trekkie. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a keep it real. I feel like, I don't know, the nerd. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that term. Cause I'm, I love to read. You know, right? I love to read. I love computers, but I wasn't always into techies. But I love computers, but uh-huh. I'm not always techie like that. But when it okay. comes to like science fiction and learning shit. Bruh, I will glue myself to the TV or laptop and research it and figure it out. Copy that. Okay. Got that's, it. Yeah, that's how I was um, as nerdy and stuff. But I love it. I I, I, I never change about myself. But I, there was even moments I got, I got verbally abused. Hey, I even got bullied. And come on. Because people, because everyone's not the same. Just like you telling people, it's like, how can I say this? If someone is different, take it as something very unique. Now, don't take it as, oh, it's a threat or something, because then you gonna look crazy as the fool, and then, I don't know, depending on how your mom and your daddy raised you, but you gotta be open your mind up to new experiences, because like me, I'm learning mad new things, like with entrepreneurship, tied in with working, tied in with you want to be a dancer or performer or marine biologist, you all that all ties into King of being who uniquely who you are. It branches out to so many different spectrums. 
it depends right. how far you want to go. Because if you can't push yourself to be that unique, amazing sauce that you are, that you call yourself as a human being, how do you want people to accept you? Society was society was meant to be broken, not be all mend and blended shit. I was you was meant to break the you was made to break the rules for a reason. Hmm. Like I came into the terms like I'm meant to break some shit. I'm meant to break the mold. Me being gay, being a podcaster, being a dancer, and an entrepreneur owning my own business, I was meant to create my own path and break barriers because I want to pro- show to all the little boys and girls that are who that are different that hey ray and elena are doing something creating their own path they're doing something different that it's okay to be themselves why they're making their own path exactly it's called being light and basically being a light is you know because i'm gonna be honest being a dancer being a podcaster being an entrepreneur there are so many people that do that as well Mm -hmm. i want you to know that just like there are many people that are into beauty, fitness, and health, right? I'm not it's the beautiful. only person that's in this field. But what makes you different from everyone else is how you go about it, how you do these things. Again, being yourself, being your own special sauce, being being that, that unique you. And I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a facade, an act. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. If we were all trying to be like everybody else, if we were, let let's let's choose somebody to mimic. Let's let's choose somebody. Who hmm. would you choose? If, if like like who would you choose to mimic? If I would choose to mimic, I would want it to be hmm. My favorite um my favorite dancer, Kimberly White from the Pussycat Dolls. You said Kimberly White. Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Wyatt. Kimberly Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So say for instance, right? Now, let's let's create a mental line in our head. We have the middle, right? Where everything is neutral. We have obsession where everything is extra, like just over the top, extra as hell. And then you have, I don't know what word I should use. Let me see. So obsession and uh, mm. let's see. No, no, I got you. I got you. Uh, let's just say the other end of that spectrum would be just giving like at all zero, zero fucks, right? <laughs> let's say that. So we have giving zero fucks, mm-hmm. neutral in the middle, and we have obsession. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use this bar. And I'm going to ask you where you think you stand in each of these scenarios. You got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Kimberly Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's just say, for instance, okay, you're hooked on her choreography, right? Yeah. Now, all right. You, I mean, you watch this girl. You study this girl. You, I mean, it is like day and night with you. And I mean, you hitting these moves. You hitting these moves. You hitting these moves. But they're not quite like Kimberly Wyatt. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're just so focused on being ex- like a fucking mirror copy of this human. Mm-hmm. But you're beating your ass at the same time because you're not being this human. 
Exactly. Where do you stand on the spectrum? Where do you stand on this on that zero fucks given neutral and obsession? Where would that scenario be? For example, with that scenario, I would say it as uh would you I, say that's a neutral situation? Would you say it's an obsession situation or a zero fuck situation? It's like a it's a neutral situation. You think so? I think it's a neutral like a neutral in my opinion because it's like a neutral situation you're mimicking up towards obsessed <laughs> you said it exactly right i would not call that a neutral situation i would call that complete obsession the desire to be so much like something just you it's just too much and it you're is. whipping your own ass to be that great Mm-hmm. You fucking when you up. forget that no one is one mirror copy, we all have our essence. Now, of course, you can try and get it. Now, now let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a Kimberly Wyatt fan, right? Mm-hmm. You do these dances and you it clicks in your head like, yo, I love how this is going. I got it. Instead of like super focused on it. It's like, yeah, I'm getting it. And as you're continuously continuously practicing, you find yourself on beat, on rhythm, as she's moving, as whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you see how that narrative changed from being my, super focused on being exactly the same to being, hey, I see that person. I could do that. Hell yeah, I'm going to keep practicing. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep X, Y, and Z in it. And the next thing you know, you got it. You could probably be a background dancer for her because you're that damn good. Mm-hmm. Where on the spectrum do you stand? Is that zero fucks given? Is that being obsessive? Is that neutral? That I agree is neutral. There you go. That I agree is neutral. Right. Because it's a very big difference. Like the example she's giving you guys, I'm just using Kimberly as an example because she's one of my favorite dope ass dancers. From the Pussycat Dolls. And we definitely want to feature you celebrity. Yes, we sure do. I'm putting it out there in the universe. I want to feature you, Kimberly Wilde, or any of the girls of the Pussycat Dolls. Nicole, Carmi, Ashley, Hey Hell, even Tanache. My homegirl. I, I love me some Tanache, too. Don't get twisted. Okay. But, like, that, how she said it is, like, being obsessed. And then you have to transform that. Hey, instead of me, I can't be like this person. I'm going to be this unique. I'm going to hit it like her, but do it my own unique way. Right. I just got to practice and get better. So I just be as sharp as her, powerful as her, calm and collective as this person. Because be my own source. Exactly. Because Kimberly, Kimberly Wyatt is light. You understand? And you see her and you expect you love her greatness. Now, being that we covered two of the spectrums, let's give the last spectrum because I, you don't have to guess. This is this is going to be the scenario. Mm-hmm. Now, say for instance, you see Kimberly Wyatt, and I mean this girl is hitting it, and I mean maybe you gave it a try, maybe you didn't. I don't know, but instead of seeing her as this figure that you know you can replicate in your own fashion it's more or less like hey 
man, I don't know how much I try. I'm not getting this. Or in another retro, right? In another spectrum, mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, look at this bitch. Like, um, <laughs> she's doing too much. Like, nah, I'm good. You just give it up, forget all about it. You kind of send some hatred into the universe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I, I it, it's not easy for me to focus in that type of narrative. It's so nasty. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Zero I get you. Given, neutral and fucking obsession, dude. You see people, you can be that way. Don't envy it because you don't got it. Maybe you need to ask why they got it. Maybe it's something that you wish to inquire. You understand what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it is very important. Being yourself, seeing different people, being different. There's nothing the fuck wrong with that. What's wrong with it is being bothered that someone is different and it's not hurting you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Tell it, baby. Tell it. Hey, tell it. You already know, baby. You already know. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because it's it's crazy. I never understood it till this day. And I'm just like, they just, met, until it clicked, I'm like, they meant because I'm being the positive teddy bear that I've always been. And they just going through some weird funky won't don't shit that they put out in the universe. And now they're suffering the, the repercussions behind it. Absolutely. People, I mean, like I said, and I may have said this on some um episodes, but I'm into spirituality. I'm newly founded. I'm doing my research. And what I truly believe is what you put in is what you want to get out, baby. Mm -hmm. It really is. (laughs) It really is. And I'm going to tell you a little something, something about this one. Like, Tom, talk to me, baby. Oh, I'm going to give you some tea. I will. I think I I mentioned this already before how I joined the dance crew. Well, I only give bits and pieces. The rundown of the story, because I never understood why people were so fascinated with me. At for in the beginning, because in the beginning, I like I said, I am not a professional trained dancer. I am not. I was out of rhythm a little bit, but I had the moves, but I was like, I, I need a bit more polishing. So how I joined the group, I was asked to join this group. These amazing, dope-ass people. This is how I met Sharice at the time, because I joined the practice like what? This was in 2009. Of August, I joined the 23rd. I think like a week or so after I joined, we had a house, they had a house party in the in the culture center where you guys usually come see me at. Yeah. And long story short, I'm jamming. Like he, I know we had dance parties. I'm like, ow, and I'm just letting go. And I think people will start knows like, who is this guy? And I'm like, oh, and they just like, you know, they were fascinated how I moved. And Mm-hmm. I got asked, to, hey, like by a friend of mine, say, hey, yo, and this is how I met Sharice. And we just clicked, we bonded, like mm-hmm. getting to know each other. And then on top of it, um, one of my, the guys, the DJ that was DJing the party was like, hey, why don't you join this YPG group, which was known at the time before it came to Youth Ensemble. It was called the Youth Performance Groups. Yes. And this is where they had dance group, they had taiko, they have fight and drum with the young women's. Remind you, these talented young women had no training in professional classical music till they learned in that group. And they 
They are fucking fly. Mm-hmm. Same with fucking brass band. Yo, same with them. You have a bunch of group of these young brothers, young men, don't know a thing about mm-hmm. music, and they fucking with all the training, they fucking killed it. They fucking killed it. That's how it that's how it is now. Like, yo, these are professionals. We went from non-professionals to like near damn good professionals next to the greatest. But long story short, to get back in topic, I was asked to join dance group. And then that's when like the journey of me doing it. Throughout all that time, I was just happy as hell. I didn't care about being noticed or none of that. I was just in the back enjoying meeting new people and dancing. All right. right. Fast forward. Here comes the tea. Going into, I think, going into 2010, think past Rock the Era, I'm going into towards the competition. Lord knows that was the most one of the challenging trying times. I kept like, yo, I was, I watched myself. I said, like, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting a little better at this. Mind you, people weren't paying that close attention to me. I think when I started moving and dancing, I think when we did the competition all the way up to 50K, that's when I kind of like, I wasn't paying attention, but people were really paying attention to me. I was getting talks from other members like, hey, yo, we met this guy, Ray, such and such, like he's in the group, in dance group. And he's really good. Like when I'm on stage, I'm the happiest motherfucker on there. No one can stop me. Like, I'm, you can tell, you don't have me explaining to you. I'm the happiest motherfucker on earth. Like, nothing can stop me. Man, you acting like I ain't never seen you dance. Like, I'm expressive. But no, you see me dance. Oh, okay. This is what I'm telling my audience. Let them know, because I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there. Let me tell you something, guys. I'm, uh, I'm.
Yes, we OMG, are back. OMG, I'm Yo. so sorry. It's okay, it's okay. Dude, I'm, I'm all- telling you, I cannot wait until we're in the same space able to record this. Guys, thank you so much for being with us because um, technical difficulties happen, but we are here, okay? Yes, yes, we are here. I can't wait till we meet each other face-to-face again to record. We're going to be in the Anchor Studio soon. Yay! I'm super excited. Oh my god. Um, but yes, picking up where I left off, I was saying, before we got really cu- cut off, damn technology, <laughs> Um, I was saying, around that time, I think people started really no- getting the gossip around about me. Mind you, I didn't know what was going on. I had no clue what was going on. And I didn't know I was the talk of the town. So when we, when me, okay, this is when, now we're going to fast forward from 2010 to like late 2017, a little bit. This is when it took all the practice and it all paid off. When Re, when I, when Reese, when Risa Chan, shout out to Risa and Kazuki and Ayaka joined in as the leaders of the group. That's when they helped us like train, like really, really, really really train us to be like the the good the good ones that are out here professionally dancing now. If it wasn't for their training, I don't think that I would have gotten far as I would have gotten because I was chanting to challenge myself. Throughout this entire time, I was challenging, like chanting, hey, I want to learn some impressive, difficult choreography. No drama, no tea, no nothing. Just want to learn and push through because when you're a non-trained dancer, people will label some of the people will label you as, oh my God, because there's some moves that we all can't get. And I was one of those people that I, I think I couldn't get a couple six couple of the moves, but I practiced my ass off so I can get 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 up to par as they would do it. But once they saw the determination of how I dance and how I performed, and People were like, yo, he's a performer. Even people from the other performing groups like, yo, Ray's a performer. Like, he getting it in. And I wasn't even minding because I don't have a big head. I always remain humble because I don't get opportunities like this. Who you think from a person that's, that was raised, that lived in North Carolina in a gossipy-ass town, got teased for being gay, labeled, got bullied, almost killed himself now, to go into an opportunity to be part of something that's helping encouraging other people. I mm. never get opportunities like this. I performed all over, we performed all over New York City. I never got that opportunity chance when I was in North Carolina. Hell to the no. But long story short, when we started, when we did the dance piece for um Satoshi, and I was asked to do some help with the choreography because I've been in the group for that long. And I said, okay, not a problem. So I even did a little choreography. Even Georgina helped me out. Shout out to my girl Georgina from the dance group. She's now doing her own beautiful thing. I'm so proud of everybody in this group and everybody in the youth performance group. Shouting out to the Acadia Youth Ensemble. But um, I was forever grateful to them because they helped me solve the... They recognized the power I had within myself. They made me believe in myself. And if it wasn't for Risa or Kazuki or... Um, Kendra, Tom, um, Hannah, Sharice, Christina, Tanai, 
who oh gosh saison who else i can name oh dang that's um mercedes these are people that have been with me every step of the way that i've known these people like i grew up with these people like i literally grew up i know their family all that shit like i grew up with them and if it wasn't the training i learned from this i don't think i'll be the person i am today because i'm out here doing incredible things i'm doing something that was taught within the group to follow my heart so mm -hmm. long story short when we did Satoshi, when we did the end of year, we did the end of the year performance. Every end of the year, like every end of December, I think in the middle week of December, we always have a final youth performance for the year. And we will go to a, a big, we'll rent or reserve a spot in the city. It could either be in Carnegie Hall or way up in the Bronx. We would end yeah. up being up in the Bronx, not far from you at Lehman College by the four train. Mm -hmm. So when we geared up, when we did that performance, and we and I, we just went in, bruh, I went in, and it shocked a lot of people. I even got shouted, like, go away. People in the audience were shouting me out. They were shouting all of us out. They were shouting me out. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're shouting me out? And mind you, I'm still zoned in doing the dance. And I'm like, oh, shit, they are, they are shouting me out. And I was just like, all I came within the group was just to encourage the members. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. I ain't here to be popularity. That's not me. I didn't give a fuck about popularity. I just wanted to encourage all the members as much as I can because I'm showing my debt of gratitude to them, saying thank you. Thank you for pushing me. Thank you for believing in me because those days I didn't believe in myself. I did not believe in myself. I had zero confidence, but when I'm on that stage... I liked how I danced. I loved how I kept pushing. I loved this uniqueness about myself. That's when I started having confidence within myself. So I had to find that courageous line within myself because I was told many times from my parents or my family, from schoolwork to some of the people that knew my cousin that went to Newburn High School with, oh, he couldn't do this. Oh, he's this. He's punk. He's a fag. He's this. I defied all of that and I just kept pushing. I just wanted to be happy and be myself. All I wanted to be myself, I've been told many times that being myself was wrong. Being this was wrong. Being gay was wrong. Being be, anything that was none of the norm was wrong. And I it mentally fucked me up. I never understood it. I never understood it. Until when I did Satoshi, that's when everything came together. And I was like, oh my gosh, we had the standing ovation. And when I walked out that closet and we was going on our way home, I got some of the members was like looking at me, clapping. They would give me thumbs up. I'm like, oh, shit. They were watching me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. And then that's when I was like, okay, I am doing something right. But then you have some jealous ass people and I'm not going to mention names. You got people out here that are really jealous of you for some apparent reason. They don't know your backs or what you're going through. These people, some of these people out here were jealous that I was getting all this attention. And mind you, I wasn't want, doing this for the attention. There's some people out there that would do it for the attention. Like, oh, I'm important. No, I, I've dealt with those people before. And look how it's manifesting. No, uh huh. COVID-19 said, okay, bitch, let's switch it up. But long story short, that's when I kind of like 
started laying low again because I didn't want all I didn't want people jealous of me for no reason. But this is where it came back to you're gonna have haters wherever you go. Yeah, you're gonna have haters. And yes. I at no that matter time, how hard you try to dim your light, you can't not be you. Mm-hmm. So continue. Yes, I love. See, that's why I fucks with you. I love you, but I'm y'all, you keeping it that you keeping it a bug. But it's like all I wanted to do was encourage. Then all the jealous people started coming in. Then that's when people used to start forcing me to do other activities. Like I used to do behind the scenes. Like I used to volunteer doing behind the scenes group doing Gajakai. That was my favorite fun thing to do. No one was telling me what to do. I just did it volunteering on my own. Yeah. Then the next thing you kind of know, people, I got people, some of the other people tell me, oh, when you know next time I'm doing shift? I said, I'm kind of busy right now. And I'm kind of doing me at the moment. I said, I'll get to you when I can because I'm dealing with work, supporting dance group, and doing my own thing. I'll do my own projects here and there. They're like, oh, you got to understand, Ray. You, you have to make your causes, da, 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 da. I don't need for you to tell me that. I said, why don't you tell the next person that know about the practice? About it? I know what to do. I know what benefits I can manifest. Don't, if you stop blocking your shit and stop forcing people and stop blocking your shit, Maybe you can break through and get to where you need to go in your own life. And that's where people keep fucking up. And they mm-hmm. keep thinking, and I had to say this to one of my people, I had to say this in confidence. I said, a lot of a lot of these people think that I'm weak. Just because I'm bubbly and I'm nice, I'm not a weak person. I'm ruthless as they come. Like you don't know how I got how I get down. Cause I said, I will show you how I got down in North Carolina. And I I don't want to show people that other side are ready that they're not ready i used to fight these hands but are, I'm, these- I'm gonna be very honest very honest and you know we keep it real here that's the thing that you don't need to be focusing on right mm-hmm. like we are totally different people like let me keep it a buck with you when i say that like although there are always going to be people that is going to try to you know steal your joy or steal your light the truth is the truth is they're needed in their own sense like it's also how we hold people like yeah people are going to hate people are going to like not care how we are or whatever the case may be try to make it an issue but it's Something that you have to program in your head, just like they program themselves to think that it's okay to judge people for how they are. It's something that you have to, it's self-work that you have to do. Like, hey, so Mm -hmm. there's no need in digging so hard into it and remembering how old times were. We're not those people. We're here and we're bigger and better. And guess what? Now that we truthfully understand that being ourselves is 1,000% okay, there's going to be people that don't like it. Now it's time for us to program in our head, who the fuck cares about what you think? I'm going to keep meowing. I'm going to keep <laughs> dancing in the street. I'm going to dance in the gym. I don't give a fuck who's looking. Because you know what? That's what makes me me. And I love being me. And that is the conversation that people need to have versus starting to dig deep into who they used to be and what it used to be. Who the fuck cares? 
Be that now. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I don't mean to be like grabbing you by the balls right now, but I'm just trying to get you to understand like, yeah, those things happen, but you're here now. And being Boo Boo Kitty, Ray Zell Himaway, the podcaster, the entrepreneur, and the dancer, this is who you chose to be. So anybody that chooses to want to huh, hate on that, guess what? Shame it's on your them. choice on how you want to be, and fuck it. Yeah, you can kind of say shame on them, but I wouldn't even give them that. <laughs> oh, fucking well. What the fuck are you about to do about it? What are you going to do? Oh, shit. I'm trying to beat my ass into not being the way that I am. I wish you would try. (laughs) What, you going to tell on me? Nigga, I'm grown. You don't pay my motherfucking bills. Do you understand? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and this is, you know, we admire each other in this group. But Mm -hmm. this is one thing that I feel like is why you and many others may admire the way that I am. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm trying to see the light and follow it in the best way that I can. Mm -hmm. Congratulating myself on the motherfucking way (laughs) and being my goddamn motherfucking self while I'm doing it. Because I can't be I can't be like my idols. I can't be Remy Ma. I can't be Buffy the body. I can't be Buffy the body. Uh, <laughs> I can't fucking be um Cardi B. But you know who the fuck I can be? Elena Latrice. That's straight up. And guess what? They're qualities that bring me and those beautiful sisters together. You understand what I'm saying? They don't know who the hell I am. But it brings me together. There's certain qualities that I hold down and it, it, it's, it's just that's the light in the path that I chose, and this is who I am. And if you don't like it, kiss my big round black ass. That's just <laughs> seriously, yo. That's where I'm at with that, yo. See, and that, ladies and gentlemen, yo. Hey, I don't even have to get explained, but Elena, thank you, thank you so damn much. But hmm. I, you know me, cause I was just giving them an example of like, hey what I went through and I'm just like yo I'm just trying I'm just being me I ain't bothering nobody I'm just being me no matter what other people say continue doing the fuck you because that's what I started really doing and I just say yo fuck it and even till this day I'm still getting noticed outside the streets oh my god aren't you that dancer are you this mm-hmm. I'm getting noticed out in the street. And I'm looking at like, yeah, you bet you are. Okay. What's up? What's up? That's how it is. But it's like, yeah, it's like, how can I say it? It's now it's like, that's when I used to, I started laying low. And that's when I said, hey, I'm doing something right. I'm not here for the fam. I'm just here to encourage and inspire. And long story short, People going to get jealous. I didn't let that jealousy fool me. I just kept on pushing like every men and women's division would tell me, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. 
Screw what everybody else think. Don't, da, da, don't, who cares? You're doing something right. That means you're doing something right and you have no explanation to tell anybody or who, how you feel yourself. You don't have to explain yourself. Fuck that. And I would get members that would tell me that. I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. I feel great. And I had to mentally tell myself that over and over and over till I was like, hey, I'm doing me and I'm teaching the next generation of the dance group to take over where I left off so I could keep doing me. <laughs> I want them to make it. But yeah, this is what, that's what coincides what I went through within the group. I love everybody. Shout out to the, the names. Even though the names I didn't call, you know who the hell you damn you are. Thank you for always inspiring me and pushing me to be my unique, happy self. Because this chocolate thug love and teddy bear will mm -hmm. not change for no propping body. Mm -hmm. I may run my mouth too damn much, but I have now have the sincere courage to say, hey, this is how I'm beginning to feel. With a bit of wonderful therapy, which I'm getting, mm. I just, hey, I've been kind of letting people know how I sincerely feel, and if they don't like it, kick rocks. I ain't and with you it. See, I love that you said that, and audience, I really hope you picked up on that, because, um, you know, mental health is something that is really seriously, truthfully something that is looked at as like plagueish, you know, something that people shouldn't experience. Everyone should be normal. Everyone, you know, people have these dark things, like you said, like you were saying, sometimes you find yourself talking too much. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you talk too much because of whatever, who knows, but you know that whatever it is, you want to get the assistance that you want to get to resolve whatever it is that may cause you to do that. Or maybe you just want to talk to the right person. It's nothing wrong with reaching out to a therapist, beautiful people, because some of those negative shadow sides to us, they need to be addressed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you notice yourself getting your circle getting smaller and you're really out here by yourself. Did you ever think about how you're behaving? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's how you're being? You know, why are you being that way? Or what is the cause of that? And you can't figure it out yourself. There's nothing wrong reaching out and talking to somebody. It's nothing wrong with it. It isn't. If there's a, something bothering you, talk to someone. Right. Talk to your parents. If their parents don't listen, Ask them, hey, mom, let's go. Let's go to a, a like a therapist or something. Let's go to the doctor. Mental health is no joke. It's like it's been shunned upon, and I Absolutely. never understood why is it so shunned upon. Because they want us to be the same. We are all supposed to think, act, and behave the same. And I'm sorry to say it to anybody that may be here. You know that I don't mean any harm, mm -hmm. but. Let's get into the history of America just ever so slightly. Okay? America. Yeah, because that's all the fuck I can talk about. This is where the hell I'm from. So, you know, there's certain things that you, you know, you have to do to fit into criterias and this, that, and the third. My dude, everybody isn't the same. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A criteria made up by who? Uh, you know, like, let's get it the fuck together. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, if you're going for a job that you should be acting like a ratchet, hot, ghetto mess. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, you shouldn't be going in there acting like you ain't got no fucking coof, no home. You ain't got no training, no education. But what the fuck does hair have to do with your job? What the hell does, you know, if a person sing, what does that have to do with, you know, what does that have to do with anything? Things like those little things that make people themselves having your nails done. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. these are people want you to feel as though things are normal, so you don't need that type of assistance. I feel like that's why mental health. And the conversation of it is so fucked up because there's a a, a, a a way that everybody should be. And that's how everybody's supposed to fall under. No, the fuck it's not. Culturally, things are different. One to one person, nobody's the same. Twins are not even the fucking same. Like, come on, bro. I think I use this example many a times. Oh hell yeah, because there's some people. Because you know? there's some people that don't get it, and you got to like beat it in their head, like um, this is how the fuck it is. You guys, like, uh. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is how it is. Like you have to beat it into their skull because they're either they're not programmed to think differently. That's what I think. Also, another thing too It's like everybody think process supposed to be the same. No, bitch. Some people can catch on quicker. Some people yeah. are very slow on catching on things. Sometimes right. you need to have a bit of an explanation of what's going on because I'm saying, hey, I really don't understand. Hey, yo, break it down for me. Because if everyone was the same, would you think we would have racism and, and sexism and the wars and shit that's going on that we be having now? Think about it. If we were all the same, would you think that we were all like we all have common sense there'll be no police murders killings and shit if we were all the same yeah this is this is a hypothetical Dude, if we were all the same i feel like the, <laughs> that aspect of the world would probably be happy in a sense but unfortunately that is just not the fucking way it is okay <laughs> and stop judging people for being born who the fuck they are it is obvious there is greatness that's trying to be suppressed and oppressed. You understand what I'm saying? But we're not going to get into that. That's not what this episode is about. Don't worry. We're going to talk that about that in another episode. So okay. don't worry. Is, <laughs> um, if everybody was the same, I don't think we would be in the turmoil because that's what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the fuck you're getting. Sorry. Okay? Not over here. You're not. <laughs> this... Shit. <laughs> You are not getting over here. Nope. Doesn't work in the reality we're all living in. Because, bitch, we're still in a pandemic. And motherfuckers are still in their salty feelings. Mm, 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 mm. I'm trying to bring balance to this, but it's, it's everything which you said, Elena, hits the nail on the market being yourself. It's, you're giving examples. And if you still don't get this after all we've been trying to tell, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know what else to give you. I'm trying to get it into your skull that being yeah. yourself is unique and is nothing wrong with it. Everyone is right. Not- as long as it ain't harming nobody. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Because once, once doing something causes the action of hurt, pain, discomfort, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. 
It's called motherfucking common sense. We all have it. I know it's evaporating, but that little tiny little voice, you know, that when you do it, something you ain't supposed to be doing, that's the little common sense that I'm fucking talking about, guys. Let's stop acting like it's not here. We all have that. We're born with it. We just choose to tune out because, hey, I need not. And, and again, I'm not coming at anybody that, you know, education mm-hmm. over things. I'm not coming at people that chooses science over everything like you have a choice in doing it but remember when you're doing it if it's causing pain to somebody you shouldn't be doing it Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying believe in what you want to believe in just don't hurt nobody with it that's just the bottom line yeah this world heals with love kendrick lamar said it best man and i was um i bring him up because i was um you know prior to speaking with you I um saw this um meme on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And basically he was saying the world if people would understand that the world would heal by love with love like we wouldn't be in half the shit we're in. That's people true. Not to love or they love so hard that it it goes on the other side. I have a tattoo guys. Go check out my page um let me see, um, Elena underscore Latrice or Imperfectly Perfect Glamour. You'll see it. Um, I even started my fitness page again, right? Yeah. Um, yes, I did. Fit now, um, period, underscore. You know what I'm saying? Everything's spelled the way it needs to be spelled. And um, basically, um, I have a tattoo on my right, um, let me see, where, my right wrist, I can say. And it's love-hate. Literally one word, one tattoo, two words. That's how fucking close it is. You hate because you love it too goddamn much. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> if you fucking understand that the world heals in love, none of this shit would be going on, bro. What Tell does it. love you? That needs to be an episode, man. Yo, that should be an episode. You gave me an idea. Thank you. Yo, after this, yo, when we get off, we got to talk about that one. Yeah, we, yeah, I feel like we're coming toward um, a happy, delicious ending of this episode. And I'm really thankful. You know, I miss my pod members, but you know, we all got real lives and shit is going down, beautiful people. So, you know, this episode, me, Ray, is lit. You already know we got the podcast crew in mind. Shout out to Ashley, a.k.a. Ulala, Press on Nails, Bluetooth Television, uh, PETA. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's just the 90s. That's on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Dita. You know, our podcast family, like. That's right. Our, my babies. My fluffy Diva babies. Beauty. Facts. Shout out to them. We miss them. And I know we're going through a lot, but hey, they are still part of the family. No matter where they are or what they're doing right now, they still part of the podcast family. And I want to say this to you, Ray. I really want to send the hugest shout out to you for, again, bringing us together, bringing this mental space. You have no idea how much I've been pondering on this particular episode in in, um, on this particular episode mm-hmm. and like how much has came up for me um, as far as this episode and being myself has been <laughs> it's, 
it has shown so much, but I'm so thankful, like, for this space. Oh. <laughs> I really yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. Hey, this is where a place where we can all share our thoughts and share tea on how we feel. And it ain't just a podcast you're going to hear us mumble or ramble. This is some real life shit that we go through on the daily every day. So it's, like as we open our eyes, like you open your eyes, yeah, like that. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you know how this shit goes. Even though we're like we're in different boroughs, but yo, we can always pick up, hey yo, where you want to meet up uh, meet up at? We can hop on the train, we be there in the Bronx in no time. <laughs> All right. So well, thank you so much, Elena. As always, thank you for always. Giving your wisdom, keeping it real. Thank you guys for always listening to us. I know it's been kind of been a minute since I'm I'm not been constantly consistently uploading new episodes, but I am getting back into doing it. We're getting close to the season finale, you guys. Oh my god! And in the next segment, we are gonna finally make my favorite cookies in the whole wide world. Oh my god! New York style cheesecake cookies. Yes, Lord. Oh Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Sex in a cookie. The singing voice right there. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lena. I will bug you soon. I can't wait. And guys, we're going to take a break right after this. Peace. Later, guys. Hey, you guys, we are back. I hope you guys really enjoyed me and Elena's Buddha Bear conversations. And I hope that give you kind of an insight that being yourself really does go a long way. Now, are you ready for my favorite part of the segment of the podcast? Yes, it's time to get fat. <laughs> yep, I said it, you guys. We have a food section today. We're going to work making our cheesecake New York style cookies. Yes, my little teddy bears, it's time to get fat. You deserve it. After a long, hard fucking week at work, you deserve it. And during this pandemic, why not have a little sweet treat to yourself? All right, in the beginning of the episode, I told you guys the ingredients to this. So I want to make sure you gather all your ingredients, measure everything's measured so that we can go ahead and get the party started. Now, first things first on the directions, after you gather all your ingredients, you're going to first preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. I want your oven to be nice and ready and toasty because, honey, it's time to make the bacon happen. Next, number two, you're going to put in a large bowl, you're going to put together the graham cracker crumbs the flour, and the baking powder. You're going to do that. All right, here come the next part. And then in a medium bowl, you're going to beat together the butter with the brown sugar using an electric hand mixer. Or you can use a stand mixer, whatever you want. I use a stand mixer, which I've been using because, you know, my fat ass, I can't hold out for any damn thing. After that, you're going to add the egg white. You're going to add the egg white and beat until well combined. Then you're going to add the graham cracker crumbs and blend it in together until all of it together is just combined. Okay, number three. In a separate medium bowl, beat together the softened cream cheese with the granulated sugar, egg yolk, lemon zest, 
and vanilla until well combined. And then you're going to set that aside. Now, after you set aside everything, I want you to grab your small ice cream scoop and scoop out the cookie dough and place it on a non-stick or parchment lined baking sheet. If you do not have an ice cream scoop, then use them, then measure out the dough into scoops about two tablespoons, flatten slightly, pressing your thumb in the center of the bowl to create a small bowl shape. Repeat with the remaining dough and then span the cream cheese into, in, into the indent of the cookies. That's when you, after you place a dick, your thumb inside the center for the cookie so you can make a little cream cheese filling so you know what you do. Then last but not least, you're going to bake until the filling is barely set and the cookies are lightly golden within 12 minutes. Allow them to cool for five minutes and onto the baking sheets before removing them and then cooling them completely on a wire rack. Yo, you guys, you, I'm going to start showing pictures on Instagram because, yo, I am a fat ass. And I just started the gym too, but I deserve it for myself as well. Ow. I hope you guys are really enjoying this nice, delicious, yummy segment of the food cookie. I know it seems pretty goddamn short, but if you want to get more of the recipe, you can also go on um, YouTube to check it out. I always find things on YouTube. And plus, you can go on the Food Network and then search up the cheesecake cookies so you can get the video of it, how to do it. Because I'm also going to sell those amazing cookies for my Buddha Bear Bakery online store so you guys can cop it for real, for real. Because I make these things from scratch. I don't do, I don't buy these things. I don't do store-bought. We, I, mean, I love making things from scratch. And because I am that sexy and fancy. All right, you guys, that is it for the food section. Coming up next, we're going to have final encouragement. And I hope you're ready for the good old ears to be listening. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What up, guys? Welcome back. I hope you enjoy those nice, delicious cheesecake, delightful cookies. Because, bitch, if you're going to have a fat night, it's going to be a fat night tonight. Nothing like on a Friday. Ow, ow. I hope you guys get a really good taste of today's episode um, of being yourself. I hope it gives you some kind of clarity because you don't know what people are going through. And also, I always talk about mental health and some of the episodes because dealing with the topics we're talking about, it does relate to mental health. Like I'm still battling my struggles with mental health myself because there are times I almost nearly took my life. If you wonder why that I always kept talking about dance crew, cause you have no idea how the, this activity kept me alive. It kept me pushed. It kept me seeing the light about a lot of things. And you don't understand how grateful and appreciative I am to these people that helped me push to the organization and to everyone that's been supporting me since day one. Like there were days where I was going to just take my own life because is I felt like I wasn't worthy and I wasn't valuing my own self till I started valuing myself from within. And I'm sad it took me a minute, but going to therapy, it helped me realize that I am value, I am very valuable and I'm worth so much more. And through that said, um, 
I finally found some encouragement. I'm going to read a little something, something for you. It's from the, from all to all my SGI Gakkai family members. It's on November's 2020 Living Buddhism. It's on page 60, all the way to, towards the back. Um, the section is going to be on the practice for breaking through fundamental ignorance. And I really, really, this is, this is nailing a chalkboard for being yourself because people don't want to be all crazy and shit. I'm going to read a little bit. I'm going to read like two little paragraphs. I'm going to start at under on as Nietzsche and Daishonin states. As Nietzsche and Daishonin states, the element ku, meaning merit, in the word kodoku, benefit, refers to the merit achieved by wiping out evil, while the element toku or doku, meaning virtue, refers to the virtue one acquires by bringing about good. Sharing Nietzsche and Buddhism is a challenge to defeat the ignorance inherent in both our own and others' lives, and together elevate our life state to reveal our innate enlightened nature. The term shakabuku, often used to re- refer to propagation in Nietzsche and Buddhism, originally has the meaning of strict refutation. In essence, however, it represents the intense spiritual struggle involved in vanquishing fundamental ignorance that is the ultimate source of all misery. Shakabuku is another name for dialogue based on compassion and friendship. Now, I hope that you guys enjoy that little piece of um, fundamental, um, that piece of study. I'm always getting jumbled in my words. <laughs> but um, this really stuck out to me because it gave me some clarity why I always when I was struggling chanting at one time I always had I always come to the living Buddhism and this kind of gave me a little insight what my obstacles what I've been going through what stuck out for me I love it when they say hey sharing Nietzsche and Buddhism is a challenge to defeat the ignorance inherent in both our own and others lives and together elevate our life state to reveal our inner enlightened nature when you all, I, when people start introducing people into the practice, that's basically what that is. Um, it's showing that um, to defeat our own negative tendency and also bringing a positive to the person to the person that they want to really involve in the practice with. Because I always believe in world peace, but in order to get there, we all gotta stop this ignorant bullshit that we place. And also, beside the ignorance, the oppression that we have against each other, especially within the black and LGBTQ community, because I don't know what is going on. We have to stop it because if we ever going to gain the respect and equality that we have with each other, we all have to accept each other's differences and also be more kind to one another because life is too short. You don't know what a person is going through. And I'm using the podcast. I'm using my voice to also help others because I am a human being myself. I do have feelings just like everybody else. I do bleed just like the rest of you do too. So it's like we, I owe, I owe, always show appreciation that you are here. You are still alive for a reason. You have a mission, whether you don't know what is your mission or not, believe in yourself and don't let nothing deter you where you're trying to go. If you want to do what you want, go for i'm gonna say this every and every end of the episode till it sticks in your head because i want you to really break through this is your chance now we're in a pandemic this is the chance to really show your creativity on who you're about as a person and whatever that's all in the darkness that treats you like shit in the past 
all the darkness is going to be revealed into the light. And honey, no one is perfect. Not even myself. So it's like, there you kind of have it. So don't let others tell you what you can and cannot do. And don't let nobody treat you any differently because they're, they're all, because everybody's supposed to, in society saying that you're all supposed to be the same. It doesn't make no sense. So don't don't listen to that. Stay being your own unique self. Be that unique sauce that you are. You, if you want to be that sriracha sauce, you want to be that sweet and sour sauce, be who you are. God made you different for a reason. And I think it's about time we need to wake the hell up, shake out that fundamental darkness bullshit, and really come together and unite and have dialogue with each other so we can understand each other a lot better. Once we do that, I believe we can get we're like a step forward, a step closer to our ultimate peace where we could all be united as people with that said said and done this is the end of the podcast episode of, of buddha bear talks being yourself nothing beats the power of the original until the next episode see you later and remember it is time to motivate peace y'all